0: Welcome to the Black and White Podcast. I'm Denise Pass, along with my co-host, Micah Maddox, and today we're talking about expectations during the holidays. Well, Micah, this is your last episode with us. I know. Uh, it's so I know. I'm actually, I mean, I really could cry about this, but I'm not going to because <laughs> I'm just not. <laughs> we would really like to hear from you, though, on this topic. I know this year the holidays will look very different for you. Can you talk a bit about how your family is bracing for the first Thanksgiving without your dad?
1: Yes, you know, this is a hard, hard thing. I think a lot of people go through this, right? Anytime you lose someone and then you go into the next big holiday, the next birthday, the anniversary, anything that you would have celebrated together, you're going to deal with the grief over and over again. And in the beginning, when we first started talking about Christmas and Thanksgiving, because immediately you go there, oh no, the Mm -hmm. first Thanksgiving, the first Christmas, you know, without dad, what's it going to be like? We talked about trying to do something totally different. We're going to go on a trip and we're going to, you know, escape reality, (laughs) kind (laughs) of run from it for a minute, right? Yeah. And we, we came to a place as a family where it was like, no, you know what we need to do We need to gather around the table like we always do. Mm. And we need to allow that empty chair to be a reminder. And, you know, it's a hard thing, but I really believe unless you face the hard things in life, unless you face them head on, you never really heal from them. You never really get Mm. through them. And I experienced this with my biological dad, you know, until I faced the hard parts of life head on. I could never get over them. I could never get through them until I looked it in the eye. And I feel the same way with this first this first holidays without mm. my adoptive dad. You know, he's such a precious precious part of our life. Um, but as we walk into it, We're facing it head on. And I'll tell you what, with Jesus, we are going to get through it. That doesn't mean there's not going to be tears and hard times, but we are not placing unnecessary expectations on ourselves to have just a beautiful, amazing celebration. But we know that there's going to be some pain and heartache and that that's okay.
0: Yeah. That's so important because I think we compare sometimes and we see, oh, this is what it's going to look like. But we have this inner hurt. And I know uh, for my kids and I, um, when my ex-husband was removed from the home, and this is December 2007, and here was Christmas and here I am with kids, five kids ages 13 to three. Mm. And I'm thinking, what is Christmas going to look like? And at first I started with, well, we're buying a puppy. <laughs> like you said, the right. escape method. Right. And we did do some traditional things. Of course, the Christmas tree also fell over. Oh, no. <laughs> so, but, you know, even in, since then, it, it always is going to look different. I think that's the key, too, is our expectations. If we try to, like, hold to them like they can't be changing, that is kind of idolatry, too. And, mm. you know, I've been, um, I think... That is what's hard about the holidays. Expectations of joy and sadness and loneliness can often impact the holidays so much. We just want to get through them. But how can we set our expectations right during the holidays? I I do love that you set an empty chair. You're not going to cover it over. Mm. And you're just going to acknowledge this is... And and we have an empty chair in Mm. our house that I have not talked about here. And this would be um, my husband's daughter who left our family several years back. And, you know, it hurts, but all we can do is pray and we make the Mm -mm. invitation. Mm. You make the invitation, but we're not going to let that steal our joy either. Mm -hmm. You know, so acknowledging it, but saying, you know, we are still a family and we are still grateful people.
1: Yeah. You know, I think sometimes we we build holidays up so much, mm-hmm. you know, and we see commercials and we look on Pinterest and we see what our friends are doing to decorate their home and all of these beautiful, good things. Yes. They're not necessarily bad things, right? But when we're filling our minds with all of those external joys yeah. and all of those external excitements. We build our we build our expectations up to this day that we think it's going to be, you know, confetti and <laughs> happy and wonderful. Perfect stuffing. You know, that think, pie is going to yes. be perfect. <laughs> I think of the movie Trolls. I don't know if you've seen it. My kids like, love it. And there's this little tiny troll that's poppy and she just has like, it's like glitter. <laughs> it just goes everywhere. And it's so exciting. And I think we look at christmas thanksgiving birthdays kind of like that sometimes and then we get there and there's such a huge letdown Mm -hmm. especially if there's loss involved right yes So as we go into the holidays if there is change even if there's not change we've got to be careful not to have that build up be so strong about a day and keep our focus on what the purpose of the day is
0: well i will tell you uh if anyone is hoping for perfect pinterest thanksgiving it does not happen at this house I did have my moments. I just want to clarify, and that, that'll be on the next episode where I share about some of my fun things I do. But to be real, um, you know, I'm just grateful if I can cook that delicious meal. And, <laughs> right. You know, but I've been learning too that with my kids being in college now, you know, four of them, mm. not to have expectations. <laughs> I mean, I have hopes. But I don't want my expectations to ruin the holiday, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, You know the stereotype. Family members are mad because other family members did not do what they wanted. I just want to be grateful for my family and find ways to express that. And, you know, one of my kids, my oldest son, he has a girlfriend now, and she's just a sweet, godly young lady. And so in my heart, I already have prepared he might want to go there, to her home. And, you know, I have to hold it up, palm up. Mm -hmm. and realize, you know, I may not have a lot more Thanksgivings where we're all gathered.
1: Right. That
0: is a big change. It's reality, yeah. But I did whisper to him. I said, hey, I don't want to be that mom who says, you have to come home. I said, I don't want to be that because I remember the pressure I -hmm. felt. I don't want pressure. But can you come home for Christmas? Do you think you could consider that Mm -hmm. if I don't have you for Thanksgiving? You know, but just trying not to demand it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think this, you know, so many families can relate to this because the holidays are the time when all the dysfunction just blows up, right? The dysfunction (laughs) just shows itself. Dysfunction? (laughs) (laughs) What What is that? (laughs) You know, it really just shows itself. And I believe that if we can just keep our eyes focused on the main thing, you know, at Thanksgiving, what's the point well, it's to renew a grateful heart. It's yeah. to renew a thankful heart mm. and to remember what are we thankful for? At Christmas time, it's to focus on the Christ child, yes. the savior of the world. And we get all mixed up and upset and irritated and irritable because things just don't go our way and we're we are taking the bait of the enemy when we mm. do that.
0: I thought that the purpose of Thanksgiving was to pig out and game five pounds. <laughs>
1: pumpkin pie, apple pie, come on, pie. Help,
0: help a girl out here. Well, and I'll, I'll put in the links of a song that my son wrote last Thanksgiving, which is absolutely hysterical. It talks about <laughs> You know, the entitlement and some other things that go. And, you know, you think about Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, people Mm -hmm. beating each other up to get stuff. like, more, more, more. (laughs) Wait. I was so thankful
1: yesterday, but today I want more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, our scripture for the day is from Psalm 62, 5, and it says, For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, Mm. for my hope is from Him. I think what my expectations, whether it's for Thanksgiving or anything in daily life, are set on Him and trusting Him. No matter what happens, I can choose to be grateful because I know He is my portion and knows just what I need, not necessarily what I want. He knows those too. He may Mm -hmm. not grant those. He will often surprise me, though, when my heart is set on this way, His way, Rather than on demands that leave me forlorn or discouraged.
1: Mm, yeah, this is key. This is the key. We got to set our eyes on Jesus. This is something God is just working in my heart over and over and over again. So not just not just on the holidays, but every day are my eyes focused on Jesus.
0: Amen. Well, you know, this being your last episode for now, for right. now. <laughs> Can you share some fun things, you know, as we talk about um, just cultivating this gratitude on Thanksgiving, what are some fun things you do to do that during Thanksgiving that your children and family appreciate? And
1: perhaps expect. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not one of those amazing um, tradition holders, you know, one of those people. And um, I'm not always the Pinterest perfect mom. I'm just not. But one thing we do, and this is so simple, and maybe many of your maybe families out there that are listening do this too. You may too. Mm -hmm. We go around the table. We say what we're thankful for. Yeah. And we haven't always done this, but the last the last few years we have, and. Last year, we had a precious, precious memory. My son, who was seven years old at the time, he piped up. We had been eating, and he just, like, put his shoulders back and set up straight, and he's like, all right, it's time to say what we're thankful for, and Aunt Janet, would you go first? (laughs) 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 So he just demanded the table. And the greatest part was like, Aunt Janet would want to be the last one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he just pointed her out. Hey, what are you thankful for, Aunt Janet? And we all heed and hawed and had a good time. But I thought what a legacy. Yes. What a legacy. So Mm. simple, such a simple thing, a simple tradition of just speaking thanks. But he knew as a seven-year-old, we're doing this. I'm taking charge. Mm. We're going to do it. So I don't have an elaborate list of fun things to do, but that's something that I hope that we never get tired or weary of being able to speak Amen. What we're thankful for.
0: Well, we are cut from the same cloth, you know, <laughs> we know this, but I think that intentionality, even though some people say, oh, sometimes with some things, cause that is also what we do, but we, you know, it. Well, sometimes it's all about the food. We joke, you know. We want to have really yeah. good food, but it's not really. Uh, my kids look forward to some of their favorite foods, but it is all being together, which is special, and also something I have to surrender over to God as my kids start to have significant others. But one tradition which was not appreciated when we started it because people felt put on the spot <laughs> was what you do: was going mm-hmm. around and saying what we were each thankful for, but about each person sitting around the table i love that and this is something we all look forward to hearing and sharing and reminds us to bind our hearts together even as we start to go you know our own separate ways but you know this even happens um on birthdays and Mm. this past uh birthday for my husband was so special i wept some of the children wept and we didn't initiate it either. I love that. And that's when it's Yay! beautiful when you see, hey, this is a part of our culture.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: and sometimes we aren't going to feel like we want to do it, but when we do it, yeah. You know, it's again that acting on it yes, that produces yes. that genuine gratitude. Yeah.
1: You know, I just I want to take this minute, Denise, to just affirm you and encourage you and say I'm so thankful for you and just your leadership through this podcast and all you do to write and Those of you who don't know, she leads worship, she leads worship at special events, she's a speaker, and just shares God's truth in so many Mm -hmm. different ways and avenues, so I just want to encourage you to keep on keeping on, and God has good plans for you, and those listening, you too, God has good plans for you, so keep on keeping Christ the main thing,
0: Amen. Well, you know, thank you for that. Ultimately, I just think about what ran through my head, as you said, that is everything we have offered to Him. Mm -hmm. And so I think part of that gratitude is, Lord, I want to be a living sacrifice for you. If you've put something in me, it is not for my glory. Mm -hmm. Let me be faithful to develop it. And will you give me the grace to do it? So I, I don't do it on my own. I know some people can say, I mean, even when I've done these different interviews lately, she's a this, she's a that, she's a that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not listening. No, <laughs> no, but it's not anything, you know, that I or Micah do. And you could say, of course it is. Well, no, We yield. To say, God, I'm going to spend this time with you because you're precious and I love you. Right. And if you want to give me a message to share, will you give me the grace to do it? And mm-hmm. so that's really why I started this podcast. Was He put it on my heart? And then in one night, He gave me the website. Mm-hmm. He gave me the graphic. He gave me the... He is the one. And so then, and He really, honestly, just inspires it. it just I, I carve out time, not a lot,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I say, God, what do you want to do? You mm-hmm. know, and and so. I'm just grateful. Yeah. It's been beautiful
1: to see how God has worked it out Mm -hmm. over this past year and how God has just moved and worked. And it's really a beautiful thing when you walk in obedience to Christ. Mm. There's
0: nothing like it. Yes. And, you know, I want to say, too, you don't have to be a... People sometimes say, oh, well, you know, you're a super Christian or you're that. No, I'm just an obedient slave of Mm. Christ. I'm just his servant Mm -hmm. and we're all the same and we all have gifts that he wants to use. People around you right now need to hear your distinct voice and how God relates to you. And so what I'm sharing is just, it's not about me. It's about my great God. Mm -hmm. Look how he uses even me. Right, and he can do that with you too. Right. So, Micah, I thank God for you, and pray that this holiday season will be a tremendous blessing for you. I'm grateful for the time we shared together, and hey, you're local, That's so right. coffee, we're still going to. We are going to have a coffee date very soon, <laughs> but maybe not as often as on the airwaves. But thank you for encouraging me in this endeavor. God used it a time in my life when I felt timid. To start this. And, you know, truth be told, the Lord's like, He kind of told me, He warned me in my heart that this might happen. (laughs) And I was like, Nope, I'm not listening. (laughs) And He really said to me, Denise, you don't need a security blanket. I'm Mm. your security. That's right. You don't need, because I tend to be like, if if y'all really know, like, growing up, I played the euphonium and I, was behind a music stand so no one could see me. That was mm-hmm. my preference. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always like, someone else do it with me because I don't really wanna, you know, mm-hmm. do this by myself. And the Lord is with me. So whether or not, I'm gonna, I'm praying. I'm praying as far as who the Lord would lead, but I'm not gonna rush on it. Um, if he has me do this by myself or he has me have guests or has a co,
1: y'all can pray with us on that. Mm-hmm. His will be done. That's right. And I think this is just, you know, the beginning. I think this is the beginning of a new season. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be blessed. And it's going Mm. to be more than we could ask or think. Amen. Always is. That's what we are asking (laughs) the Lord for. So the raw truth today is that when our expectations are on man, we will be disappointed. But when we set our eyes on God, we will Mm. be grateful. The radical grace is that even when our expectations are not met, God's plans are always better. And the real hope is the highest expectation we could ever have will be met in Christ. You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth.